What's up? Mike Mendoza, Fast Real Estate Services, Cleveland, Ohio. On the commute once again. Um, it's May 20th, 2019. Um, almost Memorial Day and then the start of the summer. So can't believe we're almost to the summertime. You know, uh, always checking in on goals set in the beginning of the year and uh, also daily goals, monthly goals, weekly goals. I think this week um, my goal is to reach out to um, a few prospects for commercial listings and um, that is the topic of today. uh, The day in the life of a commercial real estate agent and um, for those of you out there that are interested, if, if you're an investor, if you're um, an agent, a residential agent, or you're uh, uh, somebody who's interested in getting into commercial uh, real estate, whether it's brokerage or investment or anything like that, um, that's our that's uh, our topics, um, mostly in the retail office, multi-family apartment building space and also managing these properties rehabbing and repairing and maintaining these properties and then also helping investors to um, maximize their portfolios profit profitability and then um, advising on everything in between so um, and then we're also trying to invest in our uh, invest ourselves into uh, apartment buildings and so you know we are striving towards that end and um, so I just wanted to give you a glimpse of the day in the life of a commercial real estate agent Um, really the days blend together there is no nine to five although we tend to try to work between that 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. space um, because I have kids and a family and then some other uh, civic and community duties Uh, I'm always trying to squeeze in something at unconventional times um, as well. So whether that's um, participating in my local real estate association or um, going to a band concert for my kids or a sporting event for my kids, uh, we tend to be working all the time. And, you know, I try to organize my time to focus on one thing, but then there's times where you know, I've, I've been doing contracts at uh, a purchase contract at a baseball game, for example, or a basketball game, um, and uh, doing those sort of things, making calls to clients and taking care of repair and maintenance issues uh, all the time. So, um, but uh, for the most part, you are uh, working a nine to five schedule. You want to try to schedule yourself because as an entrepreneur, and nobody to report to, no time clock to punch. Um, You are your own boss and you are your worst critic. And if you don't put the work in, then things just don't get done. And and in its simplest terms, um, I know it sounds kind of corny, but if you don't put the work in, you're not gonna get the output. You know, sometimes it's just a matter of making a phone call or, you know, you just gotta make things happen. Uh, in order to make money because most of the time you're in brokerages you're 100% commission 
So you need to utilize your time. You also need to spend money um, on uh, utilizing uh, assistance to do the things that need to be done, uh, like administrative tasks, phone calls, scheduling, things like that to maximize your time. What I've learned in the last few years is that your time is best spent talking to people and building relationships. And um, most of this business in commercial real estate is based on relationships, based on who you know, and not only who you know, but how well you interact with that person when it comes to um, business. You know, you obviously want to always be um, uh, truthful. You always want to do what you say. And um, when you make commitments, you keep them. And if you can't keep them, then you have to be honest and and work it out with your client or with your um, contact. uh, And just uh, try to build a reputation and a brand that people will come to you because um, they know you're the guy. You know, you're the apartment guy. You're the office guy. You're the retail guy. You know, right now people know me as a um, residential multifamily investor and property manager. So um, they come to me uh, based on referrals for property management. And then they hopefully will or sometimes come to me when they're looking to buy uh, an apartment building or, uh, or multifamily portfolio um, or if they need to manage a property. So um, you got to continually build your brand. Uh, I keep uh, trying to get more involved and more um, invested in social media platforms like Facebook, LinkedIn. Instagram, uh, doing things like this podcast to get the word out and um, not necessarily advertise and sell myself, but just to get information out so that people know who I am. And that's really half the battle. Once they know who you are and um, they have confidence in your uh, knowledge and abilities, then the business will come. So, you know, you're never going to sell anybody who doesn't want your product and who doesn't trust you and who doesn't necessarily know you or um, hasn't uh, seen you from Adam. So it's not, in my opinion, very effective to just put an ad out there to say, use me for your commercial agent. You really need to put stuff out there like this um, content that I'm putting out there to show you. And I'm no expert. I'm no guru. I'm just um, along the journey, but the journey is giving me um, experience, it's giving me knowledge, and it's giving me credibility uh, when um, somebody comes to me and asks for my help that they know um, that I've been uh, doing the work and uh, been uh, experiencing what um, they are going to experience and then also trying to advise them on Uh, pitfalls and mistakes that they shouldn't be uh, doing because then you know they use me as a human guinea pig they will learn from my mistakes and that's quite frankly what people will pay for um, when it comes to your services a quick example I um, listed a um, residential property for uh, commercial development 
and um, it was because of my experience dealing with the community, with city government, that I knew that it would be uh, a good idea to um, talk to the city officials and uh, the mayor about this property and now within a week's time we have a um, uh, well at least a, right now a verbally agreed upon purchase contract but um, we are we have drafted the purchase contract and just waiting for signatures and to go through that process so and we got the uh, close to asking price about 95 percent of uh, asking price that we uh, proposed to the buyer so um, you know you, you and I, I'm getting paid pretty well for that for that commission but it's also justified because that person would not have had that deal um, worn it for me uh, suggesting that they talk to um, some of these people and most of the time you know it's not specifically who you talk to you just need to talk to everybody you know, you, um, obviously there's a process and you don't want to divulge information um, that is detrimental to uh, your leverage or, or your, your uh, uh, deal. But at the same time, if people don't know you have a property for sale, then um, they're not going to look. And even if you put it on um, one platform like a listing service, uh, that's only one platform. There's many, many platforms. Sometimes people want to see you on several platforms before they'll um, uh, decide to work with you or think that the deal is for real or what have you. So with that, I'm going to end this segment and um, uh, do another uh, segment here on the day in the life. So until then, we'll see you on the next uh, next one. What's up, Mike Mendoza, back at you with segment number two, uh, coming at you the following day. Uh, we were talking about the day in the life of a commercial real estate agent. thought I'd um, uh, focus it a little bit more and uh, talk about deal making and uh, how that all begins. And as a commercial agent, what I've learned is that, number one, you, you have to know your market, so knowing... Um, and basically looking at properties all day long, whether that's through LoopNet or through the MLS commercial listings or driving around your farm area to get an understanding of what is available um, as far as commercial properties and what they look like, how much they lease for, how much they are for sale, uh, so on and so forth. You, you got to be the local expert in the farm area that you have chosen. So um, that's your first step is to choose a farm area. My farm area is pretty wide. Uh, what I do is I look at all of Northeast Ohio, uh, but then I also focus on uh, specific areas. So, you know, I, I try to learn um, as much as I can about the commercial real estate market throughout uh, Northeast Ohio, but um, where I focus is basically um, just uh, uh, as a priority, 
um, in a few places. So that would be the west side of Cleveland, near west side of Cleveland, like Tremont, Ohio City, um, Detroit Shoreway, uh, Clark Metro neighborhood, those areas. And then I'll branch out to, you know, where I live in North Royalton and the southwest suburbs uh, and um, just take a look and learn about that area. And then, um, you know, some portions of the east side, uh, most closely Shaker Heights, Cleveland Heights, and University Heights. So, um, but that's not to say that I'm not also trying to farm in other areas. Those are the areas that um, every day I'm uh, making it a priority to see what properties are available, what's new on the market, what's expiring, who the owners are, you know, everything that you can think of to get immerse yourself in commercial real estate. As a new agent, that's what you really should be doing. You should be talking to people. So um, anybody who is a stakeholder in commercial real estate in a community that um, come that that can range from the owners, the tenants, um, city officials, neighbors, um, and the business owners that uh, are leasing spaces, and um, you know everybody in between, anybody who has any kind of um, knowledge or opinion about the commercial real estate in their own backyard. Is that who is going to know the most about a property because they either live next door to it on a daily basis, they see the traffic, they see the clientele that moves in and out, they see the problems, most importantly, that are occurring from these from these properties. Um, you know, are the properties being taken care of? Uh, are there plans that the city is um, putting together in a specific area? that might affect your um, current commercial real estate that you're listing, managing, um, uh, so on and so forth. So um, you, you really gotta you know, um, know your market and knowing your market is putting in the hard work to meet with people, talk with people, build relationships. You know, For example, my, the first people that you should talk to in your farm area are the city officials. So whether it's the councilman, whether it's the um, economic development director, anybody who is influential in the commercial real estate that is in your farm area. So again, um, as a new agent, what I would do is I would just really focus on one uh, city, let's say, a smaller city that um, I wouldn't recommend uh, unless you, you really wanna put in the work. Um, you know, a city the size of Cleveland, because you have different parts of the city, what I would do is I would focus on, um, let's say, a specific neighborhood or a specific commercial district that is in an area so that you understand the highs, the lows, the, the in-betweens. And um, again, that's um, how you're going to be valuable. And that's why people pay for your services because you know about all the commercial real estate in that marketplace. Same goes with residential real estate. You really have to know what inventory is in your area. So I do do some uh, residential real estate uh, and those are in really specific areas like Tremont, Ohio City, Detroit Shoreway, 
Um, these are all West Side Cleveland neighborhoods, and then my own neighborhood of, of North Royalton um, in the na- neighborhood that I live in, and um, and then uh, closer to our office uh, in Shaker Heights, uh, Cleveland Heights, and um, University Heights. So um, get out there, talk to brokers. That's the other thing I forgot to mention. Talk to the brokers that are listing properties in that area, and then you will um, really learn from all perspectives because you're really a glorified matchmaker, in my opinion. You're finding buyers, um, you're finding tenants, and you're finding owners, and you're connecting them together. And because because you're good at connecting and filling the needs of both the owners who are trying to lease or sell their property and buyers or tenants looking to buy or 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 lease um, commercial space then that's what you get paid for so you can't get paid for it unless you really know the market and you um, spend the time to get out there uh, and look at listings and and then try to get listings of your own and cultivate those listings so just like the name implies it's a farm you have to plant it plant the seed and then continue cultivating that seed until it yields some valuable crops for you and that could take a long time so the time horizon um, that I've been experiencing in commercial real estate could it varies anywhere between three months to a year sometimes even longer so from the time that you meet with that buyer or owner who's looking to list their property it's going to take six months to close a deal so you know what we're doing it's it's may um so six months from now june july august september october november we're working right now for what is to occur in november and so every day um if you are you know every day every week or every month that you don't have something going on now then six months from now unless you're lucky you're not going to have any um, commissions or business or real estate that you're going to be working on so um, so we're working for November um, basically fourth quarter and then um, as, as the year goes on we're, we're pushing that out uh, to um, uh, uh, as, as little as 90 days but uh, more realistic uh, six months out of um, the activities that we're currently performing. So with that, I'm going to leave you. Um, We'll talk more about the deal-making process in in detail. I'm going to be meeting with some economic development directors, so we'll uh, describe that for you in another segment. And um, until then, keep thinking, keep learning, but most importantly, just keep doing.